1: Hello there. It's Showtime.
2: Picture it. Did I do that?
1: Welcome back, Radical Ones. We are in the year 2021, but we are bringing it back to when Greece ruled the world. David is with us again to bring in his signature laughs, <laughs> and possibly weapons if need be. If Sandy needed to pick up something, we're doing grease. We're doing a grease double feature.
3: <laughs> she actually did use a car door as a weapon to evade a penis that would like to assault her in a car at a movie theater. A driving so everything- door So she used a door. Not she didn't realize she was doing it, but she did use a door as a weapon. A car
1: door. You know, does it count if it's inadvertently used as a weapon? I'm gonna say yes,
3: because that just goes to show you your environment can be a weapon. Anything in your environment. Now just <laughs> What a way to start off. What a way to start off. Anyway.
1: There's a few things in the new year that we were going to do in the comeback episode. I'm still working on my penunctuation of... Your punctuation, penunctua- p- <laughs> Your pronunciation? Your punctuation. As you can see, things haven't changed since we've picked back up. Still can't speak the English language. Possibly still can't say Ferruza. You know, I, it's I the refuse, first show back. I refuse,
3: <laughs> I refuse to... Re- that <laughs> any for, take power, it, for taking this I'm not giving it any power I will not speak your name I am
1: following her now on Instagram With the Radical Retro Podcast uh, She is an artist now She posts a lot of turkeys I noticed But I, that might have been because it was Thanksgiving time When I added her But she has a lot of things for sale She's got paintings for sale She's got artwork for sale um, Artwork you would imagine For Feruza. So anyway, what brings us here today is Grease Now, we couldn't just do one Grease for our season premiere No, we're doubling your Grease We're doing Grease 1 and 2 together More Grease
3: than a bucket of chicken from KFC More Grease (laughs) Grease trap from McDonald's french fries And the McRib
1: came back last month Ugh Uh, there's so many things. So I many can't things. believe
3: that you like the McRib and so many people. It, it's not
1: really, what is it? It's formed meat? I don't understand. It Matter of fact, me. I think I did see a video. I don't know if it's true, if it's one of those internet rumors that it's basically like a pink foam before it's... Yeah, that okay. sounds... I, I, I'm scared. Anyway. I remember the first time that I had a McRib was when the Flintstones live action movie came into theaters and they did a tie-in with McDonald's. I guess it's supposed to be like you're eating dinosaur meat at the time, but hell, it's a McGrib and they only come back, it's like a unicorn. Someone has described it as this. It's a mythical unicorn that McDonald's refuses to allow to be on the menu all year long. It's probably
3: because it causes cancer so badly in, in people that it could only be out for a certain period of time. Otherwise, people would just Start dying. <laughs> And start foaming
1: at the mouth. Pink foam. Well, we made it through. We didn't turn into zombies with the comet. But we might turn into McRib zombies if if you had enough. I've been known to (laughs) to down a few McRibs at once. But I have to say, the last time that I've had a McRib, it was in my heyday of eating. So I'm not sure how much I could partake of McRib now. But
3: I have gained so much weight this past year. So 2020. Now we're into 2021. New... Hopefully new way of living again that you can't see my (laughs) mick There's too much mick (laughs) weight. (laughs)
1: <laughs> on no. this body. But you know what, though? You you will lose it. You could lose weight. You lose weight like this when you get into the groove.
3: Ugh. You know what? I, I, I Listen, I never judge myself as far as my self-worth based on my weight. I never have. It's always been just more for health and because I like to fit into mm-hmm. certain types of clothing. And of course, I have my kids and I want to run after them. So it's never been for me about the aesthetics per se or uh, i should say the judgment on myself and judgment of other people i just want to be healthy you know i want to be around as long as i can for my for my chitlins i only have i have a two-year-old remember so and
1: he look don't let him fool you he looks extremely young david i'm staring at him right now he is in a military inspired (laughs) outfit he has matching green cap camo shirt he's got his beautiful full beard which David is the only one that I know that can make a beard get so full and luxurious. I I got patches myself, but what was grease? What it's, what the hell? It's, Are it's a gift. A rib? It's a gift <laughs> and it's also a curse. But anyway, so we're talking about
3: grease double feature, not just one grease but two grease.
1: You're getting grease today. So- so what can we say about Grease? David and I did see Grease, the show on Broadway, when it did come back. They had a small comeback for a little while. Grease started as a Broadway show. Is famously the 1978 movie starring John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. And Didi Kahn. Didi Khan. All right, Brent.
3: So can I just start off by saying one thing? Yes, of course. Grease is... Over the top sexual and as a child and most children and most adults don't even catch it that it is so sexual with some of the verbiage that is used that when we were a kid, we never thought anything of it. We, cause we didn't think about those type of things. It's like, you know, I remember when like a virgin was, was playing and, and mom would be like, that whore, she's going to hell. <laughs> Now let's our music. But my point is, when we were watching Grease, we didn't catch any of the sexual innuendos or Not even the, the overtly sexual, like in your face lyrics. Yeah. Lyrics. So Grease anyway, lightning. So anyway, the chicks. Well, cream. It's a real. It's a real pussy wagon.
1: And yet, this is. It's so true. This is the only movie because it is so... It's 50s magic, so nothing ever bad happened in the 50s, evidently. But this is shown on ABC Family and things like that. So, yeah, with lyrics like that. So, yeah, it's just one of those movies that can get away with it because it's Grease.
3: I am actually surprised that Grease won. I feel like we're we, we, we're doing our, our signature formula of talking about things jumping all over the place. So I hope you can keep up. It's crazy about how sexualized it is. I'm actually shocked that this cancel culture hasn't come for it. Because there's a... Should we just kind of go into the movie? So the beginning of the movie Oh, is, well,
1: you have no idea. Evidently, cancel culture is coming for it because when I spoke to Rob from Brunch with the Hollowells, hello, Rob and Sean, he was, because I told him we were doing this today and he said that Grease 1, people are starting to not appreciate, I guess, Sandy wanting to change her whole being to be with some guy kind of thing. So it's even, coming, I'm it's coming for Grease. I'm talking
3: about that. I'm talking about, so let's, let's just jump into it. So you're starting off, Everyone's going back to school. Sandy, played by Ms. Olivia Newton John, is met by Frenchie. She's an exchange student, or she's new. Her family either moved from Australia to the States. Yes. yes. She's met by Frenchie. So she, yeah,
1: she is an exchange. Yep.
3: Frenchie is going to show her around. And they basically. Because Frenchie
1: is the nice pink lady. Yeah. She, she's like
3: the sweetie. She's like everybody's friend. She's got a heart of gold. So they start talking about a summer romance, you know, summer loving, and she's describing this boy. And coincidentally, the boy, Danny Zuko, played by John Travolta, is talking about his summer romance, very different versions of that summer Mm -hmm. romance. She's talking about the fun and him showing off, splashing in the water and being a macho man, but like sweet and, and walking on the beach with her. And he's talking about getting in her pants and, the part that, the part that I'm talking about is so much related to like last month when everybody was, you know, still talking about it's cold outside, you know, the, the, assault, oh, the baby, it's Oh, baby, it's cold outside. He says, summer loving, you know, did she put up a fight? Did she put up a fight? That's what yes. he's
1: Yes, yes, Kaniki, right? A hickey from Kaniki. We have a guest. Baby Matthew. Oh, I love you. Say yeah. hi. Oh, hi, Matthew. Hi. Oh, David's little boy is giving him kisses right now. I love her. This is a microphone, Bubba. Are you watching? No. No.
3: No. 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 You want to just set up camp right here? (laughs)
2: Microphone.
3: Microphone. Say, do you like Grease? The movie Grease. Mm. Do you like the movie Grease? No. (laughs) No. <laughs> there you have it. He doesn't like it. Not He's, recommended. He, he, he not recommended. Like it feels like it's over sexualized.
1: <laughs> you have it here. The newest opinion,
3: the new generation. The songs are very different in the interpretation. Sandy's talking about love and romance and cutesiness, and Danny Zuko and the T Birds are talking about. He's showing off to
1: the boys. Yeah, He's... like,
3: and the part about did she put up a fight can be misconstrued to be sexual assault. Um, as uh, yeah, the, honestly, it can't And that's be. what I was talking about when I talk about cancel culture coming after things because it—I mean—it's blatantly like, did she put up a fight? Where, but at the same time, the pink ladies are like, does he have money? Does he have a car? Does he? So the, the typical like <laughs> talk about like money grubbing, gold digging at in high school. <laughs>
0: Danny
2: did it at the beach Yeah, yeah. yeah That was nothing oh. Sure, nothing, Zuko so Come right? on,
0: Danny You got her drawers, right? Yeah, come on, come on Tell us about that girl
2: <laughs> What would you do this summer, Sandy? Oh, I spent most of it at the beach I met a boy there hauled your cookies all the way to the beach for some guy? Well, he was sort of special That ain't no such thing it's really romantic. I'm I'm you don't want to hear all the horny
1: details. Me? I, know, I mean, was this the priority of teens? I don't know. Call me crazy, but I mean, I guess I, I was not the normal teenager, that's for sure. But when you're thinking of love, who's thinking of this? I'm thinking of love. I'm not thinking of, does he have a car? Does he have this? Did he Did he flip me around in the water? <laughs> Sandy is the epitome of all things good and pure, and she is really the of the jokes for many a character including Rizzo Rizzo played by Stalker Channing I can go out every night so the two Grease movies David there are fans of Grease that a matter of fact won't even go near Grease 2 Grease 2 has a 4.4 rating on the imdb page which to me is insane because this is not a 4.4 quality movie i know greece 2 is not the masterpiece to people that greece 1 is but this movie is not a 4.4 i'm sorry i will tell you the truth for me they're totally different other
3: than the fact that they're that they're named Greece and Greece 2 and that there's some formula as far as like the pink ladies and the t birds and school they're very different movies for me but at the same time they both have their place and honestly you know this is a new year and if haters are going to hate on things then let them hate because it, it's a movie it's fun whether you like the first or the second or both there's room for everybody at, you know at the table. So I don't know why people would hate on it's different. I love a young, I, well,
1: I love Michelle Pfeiffer. I think she's a beautiful woman. I think she's very talented. And matter of fact, she brings, she brings something to the role of Stephanie that I don't think if it was played by anybody else, she wouldn't be as likable. Yeah. exactly. Michelle Pfeiffer really does, I think save that role and makes it because Stephanie. Okay. So you're jumping. I I know we are all over the place. Okay. So I have to say that, For me personally, Grease 2 has always been my favorite. Yes, Grease is the masterpiece. I will give it to it. It is even filmed. It's weird because even though Grease 2 was filmed in the 80s, you would think it'd be more advanced, but I feel like Grease 1 does look better visually still. I don't know if it's just been remastered and taken care of more. It is the superior film in that sense. But Grease 2, everyone that I've worked with over the years that have been of our generation loves Grease 2. David's had the same thing with, at my job at Pottery Barn back in the day, we did the ladder thing for Cool Rider. David's did that at his jobs with ladders too. It's like, there's a generation of people that just love Grease 2. So I think it's going to have its comeback eventually. (laughs) I honestly
3: feel like Grease 1 definitely is great. I think that you also have to put and kind of put the parallel between Olivia Newton John's songs as part of the popularity of Greece one. If you didn't have Hopelessly Devoted to You, for example, which is a big hit for Olivia Newton John outside of Greece, that has nothing to yes. do with Greece in the sense that it, independently, people will know that song maybe not even know the movie Grease. That's part of her catalog of, of songs that yeah. everyone absolutely adores and loves. So let's be honest. I mean, that movie is, is held on a higher esteem because just from the soundtrack, for having Olivia Newton-John, who has a, I, again, I think I said this probably like four podcasts ago. <laughs> when, when you when you compare like the, the quality of sound of a, a prettiness of a voice, it's like that her voice, to me, Karen Carpenter comes to mind there's a this very distinguished pretty i, I don't sweetness I, I, yeah it's like that, a... and it, it the, the melody it's it just so really honestly that's what i feel like people almost are like very defensive because michelle Feinfeld, i love you i love you know you don't sing like so Libby, Libby John. no i like
1: think all. that's actually the problem with all of greece too They went for actors, maybe, and not singers. So that's one of the things that I could see that is against Greece two. But to me, it doesn't even matter. But like you're saying, you got Olivia Newton-John. You have John Travolta. You like Greece one has well the reincarnation.
3: I mean, they tried to use. John Travolta as the next Elvis from from, from the pompadour pompadour to the hip shaking to the very Elvis-esque. You know, every generation has their Madonna slash Marilyn Monroe slash, you know, whatever. It's every generation has the blonde bombshell and everyone's generation has that hip shaking, you know, rockster sort of, you know, Elvis type that they try to model someone after. And that's what they did to John Travolta. So you have the songstress, Olivia Newton-John, mixed yep. with Elvis. I mean, it's perfect. It's a perfect storm. It's ni- And it's 1950s based on. So it's, it, it is basically. You get basically, Stocker
1: Channing and Jeff Conway and all these other in, and Jan. Brush-up, brush-up, brush <laughs> yeah. Grease 1. There is the soundtrack for Grease 1. This is just a run through of some of the songs. Grease. Grease is the word, of course. Summer nights that Danny and Sandy and the Pink Lady sing. Look at me, I'm Sandra D. Hopelessly devoted to you, like David was mentioning, which, God, I know that that was the soundtrack of my life for a long time, hopelessly devoted to you. Grease Lightning. It's raining on prom night. Now, they play this in the back. In the stage show, this is an actual song that's performed. They cut it in the movie, but evidently it is played in the background as instrumental music. Beauty School Dropout, Rock and Roll is Here to Stay, the, those magic changes, Tears on My Pillow. Born to hand jive, Sandy, there are worse things I can do. Look at me, I'm Sandra D. The reprise, which to me is the superior version of Look At Me. I love that sad, Sandy, when she's singing in that open race field and she decides she's gonna be a I bet She's going to be a she's going to be generous. We call that generous. They were just generous, if you remember
3: from a few sh- a few shows ago. Generous. When when someone, I remember when a super spreader wasn't spreading uh, COVID. It was when they were just generous in high school. That was a super spreader before COVID. This is. You can't make this stuff up, people. A super spreader like... was high school.
1: Friend, she's like, "Hey, Sandy, you want to come over to my place after school and become a?" Here she is. I'm only joking, people. I do not consider Sandy a slut. Or I'll pierce your ears.
0: Sandy, tell me about it. Stop.
3: Oh my God! You know God, what's I really funny? That. What's really funny is that other than Rizzo. None of the pink ladies actually had sex with any of the, uh, of the t birds that they actually, they actually show. Is it Marty? Marty is. Maraschino, like the cherry. (laughs) Maraschino, like the cherry. She actually ends up with the, what's his name? The TV guy. The films the dance right she goes there vince fontaine i want to call him johnny rocket i don't know why that's but they look like really good shakes at johnny rockets
1: i want to also mention another character from greece one that i love which is cha-cha who is the best damn dancer at saint bernadette that's one of those things i quote which I don't ask me why i do
3: too they call me cha-cha because i'm the best dancer at saint bernadette's
1: and i love when she's doing the race scene at the end she has like she's so dramatic with her hands up and she's oh. got like the scarf to like tell them to go at the end when they're racing oh, i love it
3: which totally sends me right to rush rush paula paul abdul with that scene where he when she does the whole cha-cha the whole flag with a scarf and <laughs> keanu reeves right and then somebody dies so anyway so again we talk about using these images over and over again throughout Cinematic history. Rebel and time. without a
1: cause, yeah. rush rush, Greece. So, so anyway. Out of Greece One, what are other things that stand out for you that you just absolutely love, that you make you laugh? Are there
3: that that Sandy slams the door on Danny's penis <laughs> at the drive-in movie? That's a weapon. What's <laughs> what stands out is that there's so much it stands out. Beauty school dropout because honestly, when Frenchie has that conversation, who's the lady? She's the she's the um, she's
1: she works at the diner. She's but, the but
3: she's very close to all. She knows all the kids. She knows their names. Like why am I? Is it Viv? Viv?
2: Viv? Viv?
3: Yeah. She's like Viv. You know, beauty school wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And Viv is very loving and and kind of like, oh sweetheart, you don't want to be a waitress, you know this and that kind of a thing. But I I just like it. I love that. I wish life was more like. I mean, there are places that you people frequent that, you know, everybody knows your name, so to speak, you know, like (laughs) it's Cheers, but not that we're losing that more and more. Definitely. Um, Everyone will scream your name and curse you. I love that. I mean, I listen, Sandy and Danny were meant to be together. Rizzo, I love the worst um, things I could do. Yes. I mean, I sing it all the time. I could, I could go out every night and wait for Mister Ride. Well, thank God he's married. Everybody, you That's better that clean that up. You better clean that up in production. It's really early in the morning, and my voice is not warmed up.
1: I didn't think it sounded bad at all. I'll give you the, I'll give you the polar up
3: <laughs> I want the uh, what do you call it? What? what? Not, not go the past
1: Paula to, to a chair.
3: No, no, the Simpson. Just give me the Ashley, Ashley Simpson. Simpson. <laughs> The Ashley Simpson fixed. I love Miss McGee and her secretary oh, slash... Oh,
1: my... The principal and the vice principal? I love the them. Sequel? I
3: love the fact that they love all the kids at the school, even the bad boys. They, they're they not... Actually, I feel like they're almost like they can't stand the goody-goody girls. You know those, those twins, the double Yes, and twins. And especially
1: in the sequel, right? They like, oh. don't oh. like
3: that. They're like, uh. Oh. And then, like, yeah, in the sequel when the T-Birds are doing doing their their song, and she's like, those are my boys.
1: Yeah, the T-Bones. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't even know what they're called. She's like the t-bones i
3: i love i love that about that i love that you know <laughs> to me that's like a really good pr- principle even though it's kooky and stuff a really good principle that can see past the the facade that a lot of kids put on this toughness and say these are actually not bad kids they just need that's a little, right they need a little that's... bit you know a little bit of guidance
0: attention seniors Before the merriment of commencement commences, I hope that your years with us here at Rydell High have prepared you for the challenges you face. Who knows, among you there may be a future Eleanor Roosevelt or a Rosemary Clooney. And among you young men, there may be a Joe DiMaggio, a President Eisenhower, or even a Vice President Nixon. But always you will have the glorious memories of Rydell High. Rydell forever. Bon voyage.
3: Also, oh my God, there's so much so much going on. What Go about with, with the music teacher, with the big beehive, that the T-Birds the are like, want to bang her. And they're like, she's like, I'd like to see all you boys in music class or something. And then what's his name? The head of is like, I'd like to...
1: Yes, I'd this like is to see in, all of
3: you. And this
1: is in Greece too. This, this is Nagarelli.
3: Nagarelli says, "I'd like to see all of you in music class, or more so of you." So wait,
1: are we to assume? Okay, now we're going to we're going we're to bouncing, we're two. bouncing we're bouncing to Greece too. Everyone in Greece too has our accent. So they like is, is in New Nagarelli, Damucci, Stephanie's. Like maybe I don't want to be a, a, a maybe I don't want to be a, a, a someone's he, property. Inkling. I don't want to be a pink lady. It doesn't take place in New York, right? <laughs> because I don't know. It, it's supposed to be a con. So let's just go to Greece 2 right now because <laughs> honestly. Apparently, um, you like it. Ah, you're going to get hate mail now. You like, you favorite Grease 2 of your here podcast. How
3: dare you? Burn him.
1: Burn him. Here we go. It's one of those things I'm going to admit. Like when I made us do Pee Wee Herman's Christmas special just for Grace Jones, <laughs> this is just for Greece 2. <laughs> No, I I do honestly. I love Grease One. I love Grease One for what it is, but nothing will replace the camp, the craziness of Grease Two, and I mean that with all the love in my heart. <laughs> yeah. So well,
3: yeah, yeah. The end. Uh, god. <clears throat> the oh, and Tab Hunter.
1: Yes. Oh Day my icon.
3: god. Gay icon. Gay icon gay icon he, Hunter.
1: he plays the what's it Mr. Stewart Mr. Stewart who sings reproduction reproduction Grease 2's songs include
3: where does the pollen go
1: uh, so back to school score tonight cool rider reproduction like we were saying who's that guy do it for our country Prowlin', charades girl for all seasons love will turn back the hands of time rock luau and we will be together now just reading that list David I, I see own like five, five songs that are five like I mean
3: that I downloaded a years ago and on my iTunes and listen to all the time you know it's like and why
1: changed? is that because I could tell you charades now I, I know that this is performed by Michael again not a singer at, by any means but love the song girl for all seasons love the song Love will turn back the hands of time saying by Stephanie and Michael Love it, love it I, Just I can't when I found anything. you, I lost, lost you Lost you, that's right It doesn't matter now
3: <laughs> all, all that, that matters, matters is you keep me alive Keep my love alive So Stephanie, don't forget
1: me I promise <laughs> Okay, so let's just get into The, the plot of Grease 2 Because Like I said, that's what brings us all here today Grease 2 is really a sequel in the sense that what connects it is Rydell High. Michael, who is played by Maxwell Crawford. I
3: had a crush on him.
1: Oh my God. Let's just say it right now. I'm sorry. I know John Travolta is a star. He was handsome. To me, he never did it for me. Maxwell, as Michael, is the better, more handsome lead. (laughs)
3: And and he's got the accent. You know, the accents help. That's that's a proven thing.
1: But he's, it starts off, and he is Sandy's cousin. Now, Sandy is from Australia, and Maxwell Crawfield is from England. So that right there, they're just like, eh, they have accents. No one will notice.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they moved. Maybe they moved to Australia or or the UK. Who
1: knew? And he's, the first person he meets, again, is Frenchie. So Frenchie... (laughs) French, now so Frenchie decided after she
3: dropped out of beauty school because she dropped out of high school, she was going to go back to high school to learn chemistry because I guess she wants to still pursue.
1: Yeah, she's going to make her own cosmetics. Yeah, so
3: she's going to do beauty. So she wants to... That poor thing never gets anything right, though. I love her. She just... She always, like, blows up things or whatever. She just... And she's
1: not stupid, though. That she's not stupid. She's just so... Frenchie's just so sweet. Now, I think this was another way for them to put continuity, evidently. And Frenchie would be a character that would stand out. But to me, it's almost like they shoehorned her in. Because she has scenes with Michael throughout the movie And she talks about, like, she's still best friends with the pink ladies, these current pink ladies. But to me, she has one scene with the pink ladies in this movie. I was going to even say, I think she's lying. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Stephanie. Oh, yeah. Oh, me and her are, are so close like Frenchie I don't know if you're part of the pink ladies anymore I think you're just shoehorning yourself in but
3: she's like that again and this is I'm in that age range she's like that 40 something year old like soccer mom that went out dressed up in her best glittery outfit to go to the club and try to mingle with she's mingle with the twenty something year olds and trying to be hip and be like like you know her best tiktok you know,
1: <laughs> dance moves,
3: dance moves, and stuff to just be hip.
1: Because I was going to say, they, if they didn't show one scene with her in the movie, because when I was rewatching this, I'm thinking, I'm like, did she have a scene with the Pink Ladies? She does actually have one scene, but it was almost like they just threw her in, almost like an afterthought in a way to, <laughs> to like connect the two movies. But there are other connections, like we said, like the the gym teacher is the same, the principal. Is the same Miss McGee. Miss McGee, it's so all I, I just love. <laughs> oh, Miss McGee. I love them. We also have what's Eugene? Is the geeky guy in both movies? He is a recurring character. So
3: the the smartest, geekiest guy
1: got left back, unless he was just a freshman at the time. I don't know, right? Yeah, it's true. Why? Why is he still there in Greece too? There is a new set of pink ladies and a new set of t birds. So one of the pink ladies is Dolores. Now Dolores is, I'm assuming, a, a, a freshman because she is very young. She's like she, the pink lady. But isn't lady she in like an honorary pink lady because her isn't yeah. the sister? Her pink sister's lady? Paulette and she just follows her around. Paulette. Yeah, she's gonna be a future pink lady, evidently. And they kind of like, go home, Dolores. Yeah. Go home, Dolores. Yes. Everyone in this movie's accent. That's what I'm saying. What is going on here? So there is Dolores, who is this honorary pink lady there is Sharon who is the writer of plays and things like that there is Rhonda which is the pink lady that has this recurring there's like a recurring thing that she's constantly doesn't like how she looks and she's talking about plastic surgery and then there's sometimes that her nose is like covered with bandages like she had plastic surgery so that's her running theme paulette is the pink lady that is in love with nagarelli but nagarelli wants stephanie so david this is one of the things that i don't like about the movie because paulette is after nagarelli nagarelli clearly wants stephanie makes it known that he wants stephanie and is kind of just bringing paulette around i mean later on she does have her moment when she's like You know, I've had enough. But the whole movie, she's fawning over him. You look like a beautiful
3: pineapple.
1: (laughs) See, I think there's things in this movie that are so quotable. And what about at the end when, what is it, Sharon? She's like, oh my God, we're going to die. And I'm wearing my mother's underwear.
3: (laughs) I'll borrow my mother's scarf, but not her tampons. Do you remember that? I'll
2: borrow my mother's earrings, her scarf, but my mother's tampons. No way! I found new Ultimates cardboard applicator tampons from Playtex. Oh my!
3: Well, I mean, honestly, the whole thing is that the pink lady code is you can only go with a T-bird.
1: Which, kinda, I feel like in this movie it was kinda... It's a
3: handmaiden's tale, normally.
1: (laughs) Well, this is the way you could see this was filmed in the 80s. You could see they were going to more progressive. Matter of fact, this Grease 2 was supposed to be the start of a Grease franchise. They were going to make Grease 3 and 4 and a TV show. HBO is coming out with a prequel series called The Rise of the Pink Ladies. Look out for that at some point.
3: Can I just say that? So, the talent show contest, the the boys that sing. Um, so also a really cute hottie, the dark-haired brunette boy that sings gorgeous love. Yeah,
1: those are the quote unquote good boys. So, he's he a funny, good
3: boy. He could be a good boy.
1: They're having a talent show in this Greece, and the highlight, of course, is a girl for all seasons, which Sharon has written. She I guess is the playwright,
3: which is really interesting. Listen, so there's this is where there's there's something to be said about like the camaraderie because all of the T Birds are involved in making this production happen because yeah, the, yeah they are. <laughs> the, pink, the Pink Ladies are involved, so they do stick together. So they are like a clique, you know, clan. So I like that because even though they yeah, they do. Like they are
1: like they are the the stage hands. They they're running around. They're throwing leaves for fall snow. Yeah, they're all involved. It's true. Rhonda, like I was mentioning earlier, Rhonda has her her running theme of plastic surgery, which. But does the end, is it me or does she have the nose job? No, I don't think so. Because she says that her nose was hit by, like, she walked into a wall or something.
3: I I think she was hoping to get a deviated septum
1: so she could get a nose job. Because Frenchie, that one scene that they actually show Frenchie with her, she's like, Ronza, you got a nose job? A play. She didn't, evidently. The plot that Grease- again, here we go. Grease 2, Grease 2, Grease 2, Grease 2, Grease 2. This is unrealistic to me because Michael, Sandy's cousin, as we're saying, accent gorgeous nice besides the fact that he's a quote-unquote geek because he just does his homework evidently because at one point he goes i don't understand this any more than you do i just talk well or something like that. he's like i just have an accent so i sound good so people think i i don't know if that was a lie but just to get stephanie or he really meant it
0: you're a really smart guy you know that
3: you must think i'm some kind of dummy huh
2: actually i think you're kind of terrific
0: get out of here You're the terrific one. I mean, you know all this deep junk and everything. I don't understand that deep junk any better than you do, really. I just uh, seem to know a few big words that impress English teachers. Like our friend Miss Mason, that's all.
1: Well, you impressed me. There's no reason that this man should have any problems.
3: But he doesn't. All the other girls want him. Other girls that are not pink ladies are all- You mean the
1: twins that look like Laverne and like two Shirley's?
3: Yes, but no, there's, there's, (laughs) there's other girls that like him. They think he's cute and whatever, but his heart is set on you. Better shape up. Oh
1: no, that's the other one. Oh, oh, there's another Grease. I didn't know. Stephanie, though, is not your typical pink lady. She is rough. She is... I'm going to just go out and say that she's from Long Island. I don't know. (laughs) She's from Suffolk County, Long Island. I really think she is. (laughs) Because there's parts of this movie... Okay. At the end of this movie, they have a luau. And... After, after after she thinks that
3: Nagarella killed Michael yeah. by chasing him off a cliff. Since she's well, actually she doesn't
1: even know it's Michael. She's in love with the cool rider. That's a whole other thing we have to get into. Oh,
3: I have I have I have I have words for that.
1: Let's just say I love her because she won the Queen of the Queen of the Luau yeah, but she's so like not into it and depressed everyone's dressed in like hawaiian gear cute and she's like in a a sweatshirt and her hair is not done and she's just like like she's just going through the motions i love her it's Monday morning
3: work yes
1: so michael decides that the only way to get stephanie is to become what she desires which he believes is a motorcycle riding
3: leather wearing motorcycle daddy
1: and, yeah. he's, and he's and she's right because that's what turns her head so let's just get to the part that we all know we want to talk about they go bowling and all of a sudden michael as the cool rider shows up Useka!
3: Stephanie is taken aback
1: and... But then now we should say there's a rival motorcycle gang, which were the, the people from the original Greece. that guy with the pot pots, pot pot. Hole, yeah pothole face. Pot. He's still evidently going after high school kids. He's got better, nothing better to do than mess with high school members. The cool rider shows up and this is when we, <laughs> we get Michael Crawford singing as well. I know David and I, our favorite part of this song is probably... <laughs> <laughs> so they're like thinking about who
3: this guy is, who is this cool writer. Came out of the darkness like a man from out of space. It really it doesn't, doesn't
2: really matter that I haven't No, she doesn't
3: sing it like that. It really,
1: doesn't that it really doesn't matter that I haven't seen his face. It really doesn't matter that I haven't seen his face. Yeah, so Stephanie doesn't care. She's t- she sees this man, glasses, helmet she can't see his face. She can see lips. It's got a nice pair of lips.
3: Okay, nice. And
1: she's taken already. No, Michael, the full thing. You get the hair and the queef in real life. You see his full face. No. Did say queef? Not quaff. <laughs> queef, queef. Yes, quaff. You get... Queef, you get... <laughs> the quaff hair. The quaffed oh, hair.
3: Jesus, Jesus, are going to get an R rating. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Listen how it's Oh my god. The the hair, let's just say Michael's beautiful hair. She don't want none of that. Put a motorcycle helmet on, put some goggles on, show up at night, no one knows who you are. She's She is sold. But he can
3: jump over cop cars. He's really amazing with the motorcycle. Oh, let's go back though. So Michael was doing all the homework for the T-Birds. Each T-Bird did not know that the other T-Bird was going to Michael to have their homework done and work done for them. And he was collecting money from them so he could buy a motorcycle, which he ends up working on himself. And Yes,
1: in those amazing scenes when he's wearing like this mechanic's Uniform. It's with very,
3: it's very Jacob from Twilight working on a motorcycle. Mm. Think about that, Jacob. That's really, you know, that's so true. very much masculine, and you know, basically, then he learns how to ride the bike, and they actually show him falling and, and learning. How that to-
1: I do like, and Frenchie's there again. So she was basically. They're like, we're going to stick you with scenes with Michael because they were probably filmed separately away from the main character. Well,
3: Frenchy knows the secret. She knows that he's the masked
1: rider. And that is why I prefer Grease 2 as well. Sandy had the transformation at the end. Yes, they're paralleling, but everyone knew it was Sandy. This Sandy. Michael... See, right? Yeah, so Michael has this secret identity. He's Jem in this sense. Yes. His synergy is a bike that... And matter of fact, during this song, when they're singing about who he is, we love the line. What would they say if they knew it was Michael? Because And he sings it so badly. His voice is like even cracking when he sings it. But I'm yeah. sold. I'm sorry. I don't care. And
3: then she goes for a ride. He picks her up. He shows up. Oh, and oh. she straddles him while he's riding the this, bike. This,
1: can I just say, I actually wrote this down. If we don't speak about anything, my favorite scene, hands down, is Stephanie. Yes. So she works at her father's gas station. This woman is not a your typical, just, oh, I'm doing my hair. No, Stephanie is working. She's at the gas station. She's working the, the gas station. She's got 50 people looking for gas, street maps. She's handling it all. Michael pulls up for gas. The shirt is open. He asks for, he asks, how much is it or whatever? And she's not even looking. She's like, um, 50 cents. And then she finally looks back and she sees it's him. (gasps) All of a sudden, we hear the cool rider song as an instrumental. I love the instrumental version. You hear this cool rider instrumental. She agrees to go with him. And all of a sudden, like David said, it cut to her riding on the motorcycle. They're in this, like, down this road and he's doing like wheelies and then she decides to straddle him while he's driving in the front. She didn't even know his motorcycle skills that well. I'm sorry that she thought she it could get around. It doesn't even matter that she hasn't seen his face.
3: She wants a cool rider. Which brings you back to when she first met him and he asked her out as Michael and she said, I want a cool rider. She doesn't really care about anything else. She wants a cool rider. That, that's the way it's going to be. That's the way that she feels. She wants, so what
1: the hell is a cool rider then? She, she wants, just wants someone who lot, rides a motorcycle? She
3: wants a whole lot more than the boy next door. She wants hell on wheels. She so wants, she
1: wants someone who's gonna abuse her.
3: She wants a wife beater. <laughs> God, this is getting deep. No, Welcome she wants to- she wants a rough guy that could work on his motorcycle that is cool. Like she she wants the shangri las Yeah, she wants she wants the leader of the pack. She wants the leader of the pack. Look out, look out, look out! <laughs> The leader of the pack.
2: That's when I fell for the leader of the pack.
3: She's, she's a Shangri La.
1: And she doesn't even know it. So then at the end of the scene, they had, evidently, they spent the whole day riding straddled because they had this beautiful scene of like the sunset. It almost mirrors the original Grease 2 with Sandy and That's Danny with the beach kind of thing, with the golden sunset coming down. And then they kiss, and then he brings her back to the gas station, which I'm assuming no one was- unmanned, anymore.
3: and nobody got paid for that. No, gas, yeah, unmanned. Care. This is the same. But- thing. This is like, what's her name from Night of the Commons? She just takes off. She yeah, was- Regina, right? She's not doing her job, as usual. She, she's like, eh, whatever. I think, oh my God, there's so many things. Like, you know, then I'm going back to, you know, we were talking about the scene with Frenchie, with Viv at the diner. They, yes. they really ordered a- a shit ton of food and then sandy then danny got upset because sandy with their everybody was coming to their table and they took off and didn't eat a bite of food and left it the whole table yeah
1: and unpaid for right or no does french because french she's there right isn't that the the beauty school dropout well, scene she's, that working. Is- she's 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 not a working girl yeah well speaking of diner scenes there is also a diner scene in this one where stephanie and michael are She's he's helping her out with her Hamlet paper basically, and she's eating a hamburger. She's very, she's very rough. She eats this hamburger, and I love this part because they're talking about the Hamlet paper, and she's like, You know what? I know what Hamlet's problem is. And she's like, No ketchup, but she was talking about the hamburger. <laughs> i just love this scene because he's also talking about like he laughs because he's reading the paper that she wrote and he's like hamlet went mad when he's when he saw his uncle doing it with his mom or something like (laughs) something like that michael says something like well you could have wrote something like hamlet was enraged when he he saw the incestuous relationship his uncle had with and she's like oh incestuous she's gonna love this my teacher (laughs) but again I have a problem with with Stephanie because Michael is looking at her and with puppy he, dog eyes, oddly puppy right. dog eyes, puppy dog eyes, like,
3: and he's like, "I on think your best sexy romantic eyes, eyes
1: mouth look." Yeah. He says, "But that's the thing about this guy. I have no doubt that this actor, Michael Crawford. I don't know him personally, but." I think he never any problem getting the action he had probably no 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 problem at all but he still plays michael with an innocent like he plays it well i gotta give it to this guy people might not think on the surface but it's hard to be to play that geeky role and be believable at the same time and be like hmm why don't people want to be with him huh but he gives her yes this puppy dog eyes he says that she's pretty he thinks she's pretty terrific
2: actually i think you're kind of terrific. Get out of
1: here. I guess it goes over her head or she's just like, no, 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 no. I need that cool rider. And they end up ordering a hamburger. They have a joke about ketchup. I would love to also bring up the scene in the bunker where they're singing, let's do it for our country. This is Lewis and Sharon. So this character, Lewis is trying to trick Sharon into believing that, I guess, the nuclear bombs are being dropped. They got to have sex for... The country
3: in the bunker. The country,
1: basically. So they're not both not virgins before they die. Let's
3: do something for America you've never done before. It's Uncle Sam that's asking you. It's like doing
1: it for Disneyland. So Sharon, though, is totally into this. She's becoming a medic. She has no idea. She's not even in. She's not even thinking about the sex part. She's all ready to fight and become like Florence like,
0: Nightingale. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. She is not in. I love this. The other T birds are outside and they're pretending they're using one of those like horns. those uh alerts. Sirens that they use back in the day and cranking siren, like a siren. yes, that cranking like Rrr. so. Basically, it's all faked, and she finds out that it was just a ploy. But I love when she's goes, "Oh God,
2: oh God!" When
1: she at the end when she realizes what was about to happen and he was tricking her,
2: Louis DeMucci! Oh God.
1: But I do want to note that the let's do it for a country song. Again, Which is also,
3: people, think about it, it's also almost like a sexual assault. You've tripped her into... Like, oh, yeah.
1: What did we learn about the 50s? People will trick you to have sex with them for various reasons. And They'll they either, still do. With cars, country...
3: Vials containing various drugs that they put in your drink, whatever.
1: Oh, Lord. Well, so... This is the song is performed by Lewis and Sharon, but as we always love in the CD soundtrack version of the song, they remove Sharon and her lovely singing, unfortunately.
2: You'll be a mighty soldier Before this night is through Let's, let's do
1: it for it our country. country
2: We owe it to our country Let's do it for
3: it's well it's Allison hannigan
1: this line's mostly filler from buffy because <laughs> i think Allison hannigan did it better than actually poor but that's what i mean like what were they thinking when they casted this movie again i'm glad they went for actors more than maybe a singer but i mean Grease is a musical and clearly they didn't think that she was up to standards if they replaced her voice matter of fact he does all the lines that she does in the song on the soundtrack version well, listen hey Sometimes it happens. Sometimes you could be mere pharaoh and the last unicorn and then the soundtrack comes out and they have a sound alike that sounds like you uh, but can actually sing.
3: Yeah, listen. Hey, sometimes it happens. Sometimes the snow falls down in June, sometimes the sun <laughs> goes down the road. <laughs> Save the best for last, Vanessa Williams.
1: That was Grease 1 and 2. Clearly you could see which camp that I am in with Grease 1 and 2. I clearly have my favorites. I wanna say that I do love Grease. I am not bad-mouthing the original Grease in any way. It is a masterpiece. I love the scenes in that movie. I've seen it more times than I can count. But Grease 2 just holds that nostalgia for me. I just enjoy the characters. I enjoy the scenes. I enjoy the music. And in the radical retro rewind of things, this is my Grease. We've... Oh, my... Grease 1, Grease 2, David, to sum up your your experiences with, <laughs> with Grease.
3: <laughs> I've had many experiences with Grease. Um, 1 and 2. Um... <laughs> Yeah. I love the movies. They're going to go down in history regardless of people. You know what? Everything that we discuss, you also have to take it from its source. The context of where it was filmed, what time and era it was filmed. The fact that people are trying to cancel out everything. Again, I feel like we have to crusade this. It's ridiculous. You know what? It was the piece that it was done at the time it was done in. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it was what it was, you and know? And that's what? how
1: we learn, right? That's what, what history is. That's if why they say you- you snuff out
3: everything, it. if you snuff out everything, you leave nothing because I can be offended by pretty much everything and anything anybody I know says at any given moment. There is always something that somebody says, even people that are supposedly on your side say sometimes and you're like, are you kidding? I read this article recently. They were talking about Lady Gaga. Now Lady Gaga is a big advocate for gay people. And they said her gay agenda. First of all, when you say something is a gay agenda, that basically means that gay people have an agenda to, con- to convert your, your children to gay or whatever the case is. And I'm not down for that. And the person writing the article, I don't even think had anything against gay people. It was just the wording. And your title is Her Gay
1: Agenda. Well, I could tell you what Lady Gaga's gay agenda is. She wants all the gay fans. Oh, <laughs> That's her agenda too, I'm sure. But well, yes. Talk about Gaga because they'll kill you too. You talk about The beehive will get you. The little
3: monsters will get you. Everybody will get you. Beehive.
1: think Beyonce's fans are coming after me.
3: You said something about beehives. It was from Greece, but it'll be talk about movies they'll be the saying. We're talking about Beyonce. Uh, we'll be You're talking about <laughs> I know it. How the people are, they're insane. They don't listen. So anyway, to, to I love both Grease 1 and 2. The music will stay with me. I listen to the music. I sing it. I emulate some of the stuff. It, it It's left a place in my mind and a lot of other people. And I think it's wonderful. I'm really excited that we're in the new year. I'm really excited that we're able to continue to do what we do. We really like it, we love it. I think that anybody that has children or a job or a life in general knows that it can be difficult spending, you know, getting time to do these type of things that we love to do, but you have to make time. And um, I hope everybody enjoys,
1: enjoys everything that we're doing this year. And again, give us suggestions. Yes, tell us what you want to hear. Is there a show, movie, game, everything? Anything you want to throw right here? You
3: want want us to review commercials? You want us to come and perform
1: at your bar mitzvah? Whatever (laughs) you want. (laughs) Remember, $15, that's all it takes. I'm convinced. Do you want us to perform your voicemail? (laughs) (laughs) Debbie Gibson records people's voicemail for them. Speaking of 80s superstars, <laughs> does she say out of
3: the, does she like make reference to like her songs like Electric Youth and Out of the Blue and stuff? Does oh, she like, God, I'm does she sure. Add that? Does she add that?
1: I'm calling you out of the blue. Debbie Gibson, speaking about a human musical, Debbie Gibson will sing at the drop of a dime. Matter of fact, I've seen it that she's <laughs> she's been at restaurants, her song comes on, and then she gets up on the tables and starts dancing. I once
3: <laughs> saw years and years ago Cece Penison perform at a and this is your brother your brother not not me your older brother michael decided to basically say oh she's a washed up has been singing her own song to karaoke at some run down gay bar in phoenix you know finally <laughs> It It has
1: happened happened to me. me. It's finally happened to her. She's at the bar.
3: Well, she's also, I believe she's a native So, But anyway, so that's a little side note that, again, we could just babble on forever.
1: That was this week's all-new episode of the Radical Retro Rewind. David can be found at Universal Appeal 2020, one word on Instagram. The Radical Retro Podcast can be found at Radical Retro Podcast one word, at Instagram. We will be back next week with another all-new episode. And remember, sometimes that geeky, handsome person that you see could be a motorcycle maniac by night.
3: Exactly. So don't go with, always go with the bad boys. Go with the good boys that
1: have to work harder to be a bad boy. That's right. The ones that get a motorcycle and build it for you. Just so you could straddle them. Thank you so much, and we will see you next time.
3: Hear you later. Bye.